views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeedy. Good morning, good morning, good morning on this beautiful, beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest. And... For those of you that are listening to the show, as I know you are, and you're not in the Pacific Northwest, my bud's over in Jersey. And you better get over here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Trying to populate the area. Uh, that's right. And, you know, my family and friends up in Denver, we'll welcome everyone here. And buongiorno to my friends over in Italy. I know you tell you tune into the show. I think it's like 5 or 6 o'clock at night there, but I've never been able to figure that out. I absolutely want to thank you and welcome each and every one of you to the show. Uh, and Really, when I say I'm absolutely grateful for how you supported this show, I cannot even find the words to thank you all. Uh, part of our expansion, looking at doing a simulcast of Florida, all of that is because you all have supported this show in a most profound way and have supported our sponsors. And I have to tell you that it is because of you that I do this show. And it is because of you all that we are expanding at such a rapid rate. And loving it every moment. Friday, don't forget, we have the Monday night show at 5 with Mary Man and Morrissey. And then Friday, Ava Sikowski, Finding Your Music, will be coming on board. So many exciting things to remind you of May. We have the gift a day we're planning, which means we will give something away every day in the month of May. And we're not quite sure exactly what that will look like. I mean, we've got some unbelievable prizes. I think yesterday you heard that you will be able to submit an application to participate in Change Your Body, Change Your Life, a campaign. One of our listeners will be selected to over $4,600 worth of services and products and your own personal trainer for three months. This is what you've asked for. This is what we're doing. Maxine Heinemann stepped up to the plate because the issues that were coming up around finances. And so Ayana won the Maxine's Money Makeover in the month of April. All of these things are in support of what you all are looking for. And today's show is right in line with that. As you know, this show and I, I me personally, have been incredible support for the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference. And a lot of uh, what you've heard is around the the international people that we're going to have, uh, the people that we're bringing to the table like Marianne Williamson and, of course, you know, uh, uh, Jim Garrison and Andrew Harvey and Michael Lerner and, you know, those folks. But the genius, the genius behind this conference is that the people that created this have filled up a four-day program beyond the Gene Houston's and folks of the world with people from right here in our own community. People like the two people I have with me today, Bill Grace and Susan Burns. So we have on the table this absolutely phenomenal gathering Right here in Seattle, believe it or not, the very first ever 
where people from all over the world, leaders in the, the field of human potential that are internationally known and leaders in the field of human potential and sacred activism right here in our own backyards. And so this is an unheard of, unprecedented gathering. Dr. Pat, that's me. You've named me. Didn't they do that? Yeah, or you named yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, you start calling me Dr. Pat. Mm. That, that was I've after, got so many different names. On, that was uh, after Pistol Pack and Patty. Ah, uh, yes. Or <laughs> those are just the P's <laughs> running together. So. I like that one the best, personally. So, it's easy to write. Yeah. So this is what we want to say. We want to say that the programming and the sacred activism event is really unprecedented. It is a phenomenal event. The buzz has been created around it. We are introducing you to people, two people today, that have dedicated their life, have committed themselves to creating positive change on this planet. And in the spirit of that, they are also uh, uh, very uh, active in the conference and will actually be presenting. We will be there doing the show live remote on Friday, and then we're going to be doing a special broadcast through Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW, Saturday evening. And so these are going to be intimate conversations where some of the presenters, like Susan, like Bill, will be able to come up and have a chat with me, and there will be people in the audience, people that are at the conference, very intimate, like the setting that we had, the interviews with Houston Smith and Ram Das. So Susan Burns, by the way, she is uh, the Seattle community chapter of, she's with the Seattle community chapter of, you know, what we call IONS, the Institute for Noetic Sciences. I mean, look at what I'm saying here. This this group, by the way, is a group that has dedicated, committed themselves to uh, really engaging each and every one of us in the process to expand our awareness. We're talking about expanding the radio show. This IONS is a group that has taken this conversation to uh, an, another level. This is really about bridging science and consciousness. And who hasn't heard about that today? I mean, who hasn't been hearing, at least on this show, the idea of quantum physics, quantum spirituality, and the connection? And so her work is dedicated toward building communities of leaders, fostering a new paradigm, a brand new paradigm, cooperative social change. Get ready for that term, because you're going to hear some of that today. Now, Bill, Bill Grace. Uh, Bill Grace is also joining us today, and we're going to have this fireside chat today, but he is a uh, leadership educator, agent of transformational change, storyteller, and an architect of ideas. And what that means is that he is continually creating a venue, an agenda for people to step into and play in the spirit of freedom for everyone. And so we're, you know, this has been something that both Susan and Bill have been doing and committing themselves, their lives to this, and we are honored to have you both here with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You're really an outstanding, uh, you know, shining light in the community. And I think that part of the joy in being able to talk with people in the conference has been sort of the consciousness awareness, Susan, of the folks that we have right here. We have an amazing group of people here, amazing, very, um, very enlightened group. Um, Seattle's known for just how awesome our community is. Now, Bill, your work and what you've done, and, and let me start by asking this question. I sort of gave my take on who you are and what you're doing. I would like to ask you, coming to the table, doing the show, being, you know, uh, highly visible at the conference, what pieces are you going to be doing at the conference? And what do you hope, what's the message that you hope to leave behind with people? 
Who would like to start? Um, as I look at the conference, I think it's uh, an amazing opportunity to address a, a whole host of issues relative to sacred activism. But my, my own passion, Dr. Pat, has been and probably will continue to be for a long time the notion of global justice. Uh, we live in the context of a global community now, and it's, um, it's just time to get very practical about this. You know, every kid on the water, uh, every kid on the planet deserves clean water to drink. Uh, they deserve, deserve to have food in their bellies. They deserve to have childhood inoculations. Uh, they deserve to have a basic education with a roof over their head. And it, it's just time to step up into uh, what does it mean practically? What does it mean uh, for us to really deliver on this notion of a globally just community? You know, some people would say that, uh, well, that's like a nice concept, but it's not really feasible. I think what we've come to the table to say is it absolutely is more than a nice concept, and it is a consciousness and an idea once conceived we know is already done, isn't it? It is. Um, consciousness is a big factor in it. I think when you expand your consciousness, you expand your heart. And um, this is about engaging the heart, bringing it into activism. So let's take a minute and, and Susan, let me ask you about your work. I mean, tell us a little bit about IONS. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what, what you're passionate about. Well, I work on, on many levels. I'm, I'm here in the community, but I'm also connected internationally to IONS. I, I am the Washington State Representative. I've gathered the North, Northwest Region community groups, and I interface on the Elder Council, the Network Council at IONS. But I can say what, for me, is the most powerful work is the work right here in the community. It's engaging our common wisdom. Um, it's bringing everybody's true essence into into the work of building community of gathering a community such as bill is uh dis describing uh of bringing just our compassion into um into community into work into healing the planet and that's connected to consciousness it's all um you know n nothing happens in pockets everything's holistic and integral and that's what we're aiming at with this conference is to make um all the work a a little more integral well part of what i have been blown away by really is when we started to talk about this conference i had no idea i had no idea of the quality of the people uh, that have been asked to participate i didn't have an I, I didn't really have a sense of the organization four full days of panel discussions, of interactive sessions, of keynotes, of workshops, of films, of music, of singing. It's all there. Uh, how did you select the pieces that each of you were going to do? Yeah, as I look at the contributions uh, that I'm really uh, grateful to make, uh, two things come to mind. One, one is the question, you know, why sacred activism? Uh, for my entire life, I've been surrounded by activists, but sacred activism really asks us to show up in a different way. Uh, sacred activism, for instance, um, asks us to go to the depths of our own being, both um, not only deep intellectual work, but deep heart work and, and deep soul work. It, it, it's difficult to talk about sacred activism 
uh, without touching the the sacred uh, in each of us. The uh, the concept that I hope to uh, bring to the conference in particular, though, is a concept called uh, deep hope. As as I look at the world around us, and especially the lives of young people in particular, um, I think young people are just crying out for hope. We, we we see a lot of behaviors in youth culture today that suggest there's a great want for hope. Uh, but I don't think that um, we're looking for uh, hope as we have talked about it in other generations. Hope in the past has sort of been associated with uh, optimism. And I think optimism is the belief that things are going to turn out the way I'd like them to turn out. Hope is the belief that even if things don't turn out the way I hope they turn out, something greater than me is at work in the universe. Something greater than me is alive and well. And uh, what we need to do is to find a way to touch that uh, greater spirit and to begin to work in, in alignment with it. And hope not only comes from our own actions and our own will, uh, but aligning with the sacred. So I think deep hope lends uh, another lens or another pathway to get in touch with the, with the sacred. You know, it's really an interesting conversation about hope because so much of what we hear in the media, so much of what we hear from people is really, you know, uh, and that's why people are not plugging into the news not plugging into the media for a lot of reasons. And unfortunately, uh, by not plugging in, I mean, this is really a double-edged kind of thing for me. It, by not plugging into the media, what's going on, what's happening in the world, we, we're sort of not informed of when things are being passed through the legislation, like cuts in Medicare, cuts in Medicaid. And so it's really an interesting time that we all live in. You get a sense that people are really wanting a higher world, a higher consciousness. I know that our listeners absolutely live in this place of a higher consciousness i mean you could hear it if you listen to the show before margaret's show and the people that call in and the callers that call into this show you get a sense that they are truly looking at towards the light they're looking That's towards right. the light so you know in the work that you do susan um you know how how has the path been for you the journey been for you in shining that light of awareness on consciousness uh, well, I feel that the work on shining the light is in consciousness is bringing the consciousness out in each of us. Um, Dr. Pat, when I heard you introduce us, I, I felt a little uh, tinge in my heart and tears come to my eyes because I, um, I heard the passion in what you were saying when you were introducing and what this conference means to you and what your work means to you. And I see that you're so connected to what you're doing. The passion is there. And... Um, I think that's in each one of us, and and um, my work is about bringing that out in people. And when I hear uh, Bill talk about hope, I just get really excited about that because I think there's a lot of people that don't know how to connect those dots, and those dots get connected in consciousness when we expand our consciousness, when we make a place for the sacred, when we engage um, with hope. And you know, the root word of hope uh, in Latin, I think is spirit and so um that's where we're at is bringing spirit into everything we do and in that making a space for spirit we broaden consciousness and we connect the dots 
And that is so important because I don't think there is a single listener out there that doesn't really, uh, you know, want to live in the in the in what I call in the wave of hope. I mean, I, I really don't know anyone, and you know, maybe there are people on the planet. I think that uh, that uh, and that I know there are that people have a really hard time, you know, living in that place of hope because they've been so beaten down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what that's like. I mean, I I come from a, a very poor neighborhood, and um, and know what it's like. And you think that you know you're never going to get out of there. You think that you know living in the projects in the bronx is what your life is all about and that you know you're going to be hanging on the monkey bars for most of your life and really don't know that there's another world out there but it's through passing the message message out like you both are doing that people get a sense that there's something greater isn't that isn't that true I think that's right, and you know, hope is uh, is a very powerful concept. I also grew up in a low-income neighborhood in the East Coast, and um, I watched a lot of the folks I grew up with um, suffer for a lack of hope. And um, we make different choices when um, we don't see the hope that is around us. Since 9/11 in America, I, I think there's not only been a great deal of fear, uh, but a great deal of despair. And I think fear and despair have the potential to close out hope hope is is in some ways uh it's a gift as emily dickens would say but it but it but it's also a choice it's a perspective and it requires us to be active so again i think hope and activism have a lot in common and uh you know the last thing i'd want to say in this piece is i'm also sort of a blue collar person so i'm also uh, always interested and what's the deliverable? What's what's practical here? And I, so I think hope needs to give us some new ways to respond uh, to life in a post 9-11 world. Hope has got to get us to the point where we're asking questions about the uh, enormous military budget uh, while, while families are going without basic needs. Hope is going to give us a sense of power and a sense of courage to ask the difficult questions in our watch. And we know that hope is working and hope is alive uh, when we find herself encouraged to do the difficult things. Well, I, you know, I, I think both of you are bringing such an enormous contribution to the Sacred Activism Conference. For those of you just tuning in, I want to welcome you to the show. This is the Dr. Pat Show right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. I'm here with two amazing people, two of the people associated with the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference, Bill Grace and Susan Burns. We're going to take a short break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk a bit, have a little chat here about sacred activism. What does it mean? And what what does it mean to be sacred in a you know, world where some people believe there's very little sacred? Well, let's have a conversation about that. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Loving you each and every moment. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. 
Wyndham University's Sacred Activism Conference is an awesome opportunity for everyday people like you and me to learn how to use our sacred talents to meet the challenges of our age through social action. Nothing less than the fate of our Earth is at stake. Join the hundreds of fellow citizens to ignite your own passion for building a wisdom civilization by attending this exciting four-day conference May 11th through the 14th at the Linwood Conference Center. For more information, costs, and registration, go to wisdomuniversity.org. That's wisdomuniversity.org or call 415-561-2348. That's 415-561-2348. The time is to act now. Do it today. Men, are there things in your life that just aren't working? Do you want change but aren't sure how to make it happen? Have you considered getting help but have no desire to sit on a couch dissecting your problems? Neurolinguistic programming is the answer. Powerful, immediate, permanent change without all the talk. Conducted in an atmosphere of strength, focus, and intent. Designed to put you back in the driver's seat where you belong. If you're ready to take charge of your life now, contact Greg Hoskins, certified NLP practitioner. Counseling with a purpose. Visit our website at www.theessentialfire.com or call 425-397-7559. Men we know are dealing with some unique issues. We also know the value of communicating with your peers, so we offer a men's open discussion group open to all men. For information, visit our website at theessentialfire.com. That's theessentialfire.com or call 425-397-7559. That's 425-397-7559. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz. Be the buzz and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Escape to a world of yarn and teas like no other. Village Yarn and Tea in Shoreline invites you to their haven of creativity and relaxation. Come see the luscious cotton, wool, blended yarns and teas from around the world. Just starting out and need lessons or need accessories for the complete knitting project? Then make Village Yarn and Tea your destination. For more information, see us online at villageyarnandtea.com. Escape to a world of yarn and teas. Village Yarn and Tea on Ballinger Way in Shoreline, a place to sip and knit. Proud to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. What a great song, Benny. 
Great choice. You. And so you, does you too. I you, mean, you too. It's a classic. And you too. Oh, okay. And you too, get it? That's it, I got okay. it. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you all for listening. And um, let me just say that the Sacred Activism Conference is the upcoming conference here in Seattle. If you would like to find out more about it, you can do one of two things. You can go directly to www.wisdomuniversity.org. That's www.wisdomuniversity.org. Or you can go to crustbusting.com, www.crustbusting.com, and click on the sacred activism um, uh, icon picture, and you will get the full program downloaded to you so you can have a sense of what's going on. There are many, many things we have planned to encourage each and every uh, one of you out there to participate in the conference. You're going to be hearing some very special offers on the air tomorrow with Stephanie Dorsey who will be here in the studio and you know Stephanie is Stephanie of the Inquiring Mind Sacred Contracts and um, really has been a joy on this show so we have got lots to announce uh, uh, to you about the conference and ways that you can participate right now I'm here with Susan Burns and of course Bill Grace and we're talking about sacred activism let's give out a little information I think Uh, if people want to find out more about IONS where can they go Uh, can we give out the website for that? Oh, or? well, yes, there's three, actually. Right. There's noetic.org, www.noetic.org. There's shiftinaction.com, which is the activist um, section of um, the web. So www.shiftinaction.com. And there's our local web, which is ionsnw.org, ionsnw.org. And I want to say this, and Bill, you also have a project and a website uh, that uh, we could share with people, can't we? You bet. Uh, just about to launch a new not, uh, nonprofit organization called Share the Rock, and there is a holding page uh, at sharetherock.com. And in particular, I would uh, ask your li- listeners to take a look at uh, the first program we'll be launching out of the nonprofit called the Deep Hope Institute. I'm very excited about it, and uh, again, they can find us at sharetherock.com. Uh, I said dot com at sharetherock.org. Okay, sharetherock.org and uh, many things to find out. Find out on these websites. I mean, this is all about getting plugged in. And you know what? What we're talking about, you've heard me say this before. The conversation that I like to have is one that transcends politics. Because, you know, this is a conversation, and so is the Sacred Activism Conference. This is a conversation about consciousness, really. And it's an open forum for anyone to participate and find your common ground. This is not exclusive. This is for each and every one of us, regardless of the way you feel about things. This is a way to come and participate, share ideas. So for me, this is truly transcending uh, political parties and things that are going on. This is really a gathering, a gathering of people that are inspired to make positive change. Would you agree? Oh, yes, definitely. Absolutely. And I I think that, you know, folks have been very mindful of, you know, really looking at the political nature of this. And I don't really think there, there is anyone on the agenda that is, quote, I mean, not even our local politicians on the on the agenda. So, I mean, this is a conversation for each and every one of us to take a look at. And who doesn't want a greener planet? I mean, I mean, who who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want justice in the workplace? Who doesn't want a conversation about equal rights and, uh, you know, looking at issues for people regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of sexual preference? 
I mean, this is what will be covered at the conference. These are conversations. These are inspiring thoughts. And this is bringing, you know, the power of the gathering when two or more are gathered, right? That's right. So let's talk a little bit about sacred activism and, you know, the, the idea that, you know, uh, what does it mean? What does sacred activism mean, especially in this world where a lot of people would say little is sacred? I mean, how do you feel about that? About when I, when I got this question originally, I was like, well, you know, do I believe that little is sacred? How do you feel about that? The question of sacred activism in a world where perhaps little is sacred. Well, we need to bring the sacred into the world, and, and I think we have many dark places um, in the world, and um, the light needs to be turned on. Um, we can turn the light on, those of us who, who know how to activate and bring light to um, dark places, and we can share hope, share, um, share passion, share our work, um, but we need to come into conversation. We mm. need to come into community before we do that, and that is what this is all about. Yeah, we really do. And, you know, Seattle, what a great place to do that. We are really the gathering troops, aren't we? We we really come together, the whole Conversation Cafe initiative and, and really sitting down and taking the time. I mean, for me, coming from the East Coast, I really had to be trained about the idea of sitting down and having coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you actually drink it. You're not, like, trying to get on the subway. Right. You know, the guy, that, the guy knows you when you get off the subway, so he's already got your coffee waiting for you. You grab the cup, and you pay him <laughs> weekly. <laughs> It's a different place, isn't it? Is it is a different place. You know, I, I think to your question, Dr. Pat, um, I think we live in a time where the sacredness of all creation uh, has been hidden from us. I, I don't think the sacredness has changed. I, I think we've changed. I, I think uh, that we have lost some ability to see the sacred uh, in everyday life, to see the sacred in ordinary things. And part of it, um, I think, has to do with so much on the planet is for sale. Um, you know, we sell water. We sell oxygen. Um, and sometimes when things uh, become for sale, I, I think we can lose a sense of the sacred. And uh, part of this conference is is to help us look around and realize all of those things in life that we get to enjoy that are not for sale, including friendship and community and conversation over coffee. It's such a delicious moment when we can come together and just be, isn't it? Isn't it like totally juicy? Yeah, and some of what we know about gathering is that we bring consciousness. We expand consciousness when we meet together and we explore topics that matter and enliven. Um, it enlivens a conversation and enlivens the field. And it becomes a very powerful place to just sit in a room and have a conversation. When I have a conversation with you, there's you and me, and then we create a third and in that third is the hope and is the sacred and is the connection to the heart. My interest is in all of this, in the midst of deep hope and sacred activism, that we actually find the courage um, and the uh, other qualities necessary to get past the polite conversations and get to the difficult conversations. Deep hope, in my mind, is an invitation to walk into the thick darkness of racial tension, walk into the thick darkness of global poverty, walk into the thick darkness of any of the difficulties on our watch, trusting that the light of creation, trusting that the light of love is in the darkness waiting for us, and there's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, but we tend 
tend to want to stay rather than walking into the dark woods. We would tend to uh, want to stay in the meadows and have safe meadow conversations where nothing substantive will change. And I believe that spirit invites us into the deep woods where all of us are just a little bit afraid. All of us are just a little bit anxious. But it's in the midst of the darkness that the promise of light uh, will arrive. And and I think it's in the midst of the darkness where we become more humble, we become more open, and um, can lean into solutions that we might not have seen before. That's such a wonderful way of putting that. that thank you. When we think about leaders, when we think about people that come to mind, I mean, let's talk about this for a minute. I mean, some of the people that we think about that have, you know, created profound change, not in just from a practical, from a blue collar, so to speak, perspective, uh, but also from a a perspective of when when we think of those people, what are some of the names of people we think of? Dr. King. Rosa Parks, right? Yes. Sojourner Truth. Exactly. Now, these are people that were willing to uh, hold the consciousness and the belief in the divine, but take the conversation to a different level. I mean, the idea of Rosa Parks sitting in the back of that bus and, and you know, it was just it just is not a place she's going to go. And it's it's wonderful, Dr. Pat, that you raise this because I've been doing some informal research on this. And the question is, uh, if we were to continue to brainstorm some of those names, what do these people have in common? And I think there's at least two things. One is that they tend to be people from the margins. And the second is that they tend to be people of spirit. And if you look at those three names you mentioned, Dr. King and Rosa Parks and Sojourner Truth, clearly from the margins and clearly all three of them marked by spirit i i think the marginalized experience uh, gives us something that a great american philosopher janice joplin said uh, you know freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose and, uh-huh. and if if we've been marginalized we we, we sort of have that um uh, sense that I'm going to speak up. I, I'm going to march. I'm going to ask for what I think is right and just because sitting out here in the margins, I'm suffering already. If I get pushed back, if I get uh, shoved around, it, it, it's just a different form of suffering. And and then the faith allows each of them to walk into the darkness. Sojourner Spook, uh, excuse me, Sojourner Truth, Rosa Parks, and Dr. King all spoke from the darkness of a country steeped in racial tension but they spoke about love and they spoke about truth and reconciliation and hope and and to me that's the light of deep hope there's so many people go ahead susan well i was going to say and i would add to that that there's so many of us that feel marginalized now not not because um just because we see ourselves in the other and I think more than any other time That's in right. history, we're able to see ourselves in the other. And that is suffering for us. That's right. To look at other people and see them suffer and to know that um, we can take part in that march. And we, we ought to. And it, it becomes then not a matter of choice. It becomes a matter of I have to. Well, you know, uh, part of this conversation, I'd love to open up to any of our listeners out there that, you know, are at a place where you're looking at the idea of hope and and want to share your thoughts and perspectives on that. Let's do that. You're all listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We're here on uh, Alternative Talk, 1150 AM KKNW, Monday through Friday, 11 to noon, Monday nights, 5 to 6, and a sister show that we love to support, Finding Your Music from 
5 to 6 on Friday. That will start very soon. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Susan Burns and Bill Grace. But the number for you to call in, if you've got a question, if you've got a comment, if you've got a statement, anything uh, to join in on the conversation, raise the vibration, is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. Or one 298 5569 Love to hear from you. Uh, give us a shout, and we will be right back with Bill Grace and Susan Burns. Stay tuned. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Imagine spending time meeting like-minded people, sharing a scrumptious meal, and uplifting and nurturing your soul with messages by the best speakers and musicians around. Lunch for Your Soul is a delicious, sweet gathering of people committed to living more consciously and bringing joy to their work. Join Lunch for Your Soul the third Thursday of each month. For more information, visit their website, thebroadview.com. That's thebroadview.com. Is what you put on your skin just as important to you as what you put in your body? You bet it is. Running Wild Spirit takes this thought and has made a truly natural line of skin products for your health and pleasure. Originally created to help her son's skin condition, Charlene Feedham handcrafted a line of products with healing energy and the fresh fragrance of nature's beauty. No sudsing agents, alcohol, or mineral oil. Simply and beautifully, the essence of nature in different handcrafted soaps, body powders, shower gels, lip balm, lotions, body oils, salt scrubs, bath fizzies. Give a gift of love for yourself and that special person. For more information, visit www.runningwildspirit.com or call 206-622-2323 or stop by for free samples at one of our two stores located downtown Seattle at 6th and Stewart or across from the Maltby Cafe in Maltby. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Brenda Michaels. And Rob Spears here. We're the host of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Join us weekdays, 7 to 8 a.m., right here on 1150 a.m. Seattle's Alternative Talk, where we will bring you more talk from the heart, more choices, and more information on issues that matter most to you from a conscious point of view. If you're ready for refreshing insights, straight talk, and empowering information, then tune in to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Money with Max, with author and coach Maxine Heinemann, is an hour of looking at the fundamental relationship that we have with wealth. Once a month, we'll take a look at what it takes for you to bridge the divide between the heart and the mind to attract, create, and maintain wealth in all levels of your life. Visit www.thenakedmillionaire.com or email Maxine at maxine at thenakedmillionaire.com to live life and prosper. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Welcome back.
back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, thank you so much for listening. We're talking about the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference. That conference will be right here in town, up in Linwood, May 11th through the 14th. Powerhouse lineup. We're talking about people from our community, such as the people that I'm talking, like the people I'm talking with here, Bill Grace and Susan Burns. We're also talking about Dr. Jean Houston, Marianne Williamson, Robert Kennedy Jr., Cindy Sheehan. Um, uh, let's see, Bill. Uh, let's see, uh, what who did I? Andrew Harvey. Um, uh, just so many people. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, another person uh, from our community. All of these folks gathering together, and we're going to be talking about the details of the conference. Uh, more tomorrow and we've got a special very special announcement tomorrow special offer on the rates for the conference we will share with each and every one of you tomorrow because really we want to make this so that everyone gets an opportunity to join us there wow this is awesome isn't it it is having a good time absolutely Uh, you know, I, I think that um, you talked about justice earlier. We were on that conversation in consciousness. And um, I think there are pockets that we see where we see spirituality, the conversation of spirituality creeping up in some of the most unlikely places. Right. But they're there, you know, uh, regardless, they're there. And so... How how can we look at this idea of spirituality and the role of spirituality in our conversations when we talk about framing specific issues, issues around education, business, and the justice system we talked about, the environment or health care? I mean, I asked the question, and then there's a part of me that, that, that doesn't understand how we can separate, you know, the idea of divine from how we care about people. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, your comment that we're witnessing the spirituality of everything, spirituality in the workplace, spirituality of leadership, spirituality in citizenship. Um, You know, Jim Wallace's book, um, God's Politics, How the Right Gets It Wrong But the Left Doesn't Get It, has been a real invitation to talk about a transcendent sense of spirituality beyond politics that that leads us towards the good. Um, Two last thoughts. My, My favorite definition of spirituality is by Paul Tillich who says that spirituality leads us on a path towards depth. Uh, depth in our own life, depth in our own citizenship, depth, depth in the way we do business. Uh, can we lead from those deep, meaningful places? And, and that's where spirituality can take us. And I think it offers many gifts. And I, I believe a primary one is courage. We talk about courage a lot, but the question is, what is courage? And where does it come from? And I think courage is a willingness in some ways to lead our lives from our hearts. And one of the major sources that allows us to lead with courage is when we're deeply rooted in our own spirituality. So what is it that, that what can we say if we were to say where we are as a species, really, where we are as human beings. What can we say about the progress or lack of of people on the spiritual path in the past decade? Well, you know, I think we have had people that have gone before us. And so we really need to acknowledge the people that have gone before us in many different ways. The, the wisdom traditions, um, the elders, people that have gone before us with um, founding different churches, uh, even the way the U.S. was founded. We have to honor that. But I think we're at a time where, where some of our institutions are breaking down. And we... Um, 
how it need meaning. And spirituality is all about meaning making. It's personal meaning making. What does this mean for me? And, and what can I do about this? And I think when you start asking those questions, um, some uh, growth takes place, some shaping, some, um, some looking for deep, deep answers, looking for deep, deep truth. And that starts the movement toward activism. You know, how do you, how do you think we're doing uh, in looking at the deep, you know, going deep? Uh, what, do you, what do you think is going on from a, from a worldwide perspective? I think we're at a, pl- at a place where we're starting to look at not only co- going um, deep within ourselves, but deep in our connections with each other and figuring out how to uh, bring those together into a synergistic meaning-making, a meaning-making that holds us, that holds us as we unfold in our truth, in our hearts, and where we can bring meaning, derive meaning from that and bring meaning to it. You know what I'm blown away by? Oh, go ahead, Bill. I also think um, that I agree with everything you just said. And I also think that uh, some of the unprecedented challenges before us on the planet, um, global warming, um, uh, environmental challenges, economic challenges, um, and and the list goes on. I, I think it is engendering a lot of fear around the planet. And in the midst of that fear, I think people are drawn to a spirituality that will give them easy answers mm. a sort of dualistic view of the world it it, it, it leads to a spirituality that excludes it it, it, it uh, makes me want to shout that I'm right and you're wrong mm. and I think the spirituality that you were describing just a moment ago is a spirituality that includes it's a spirituality rooted in love not rooted in fear and I think one of the major challenges of our times is how can the people rooted in a spirituality marked by love and openness and inclusion continue to invite into our circles those who would exclude us from their circles so that love will have its way, love will have its day. Yeah, there's an expression that I've come to love, and that is praising and raising. I mean, truly, we can have a benchmark when we know that we can praise and raise our enemy, so to speak. But that's what the conference is based on. It's based on bringing people together and creating this conversation, regardless of, you know, what's going on in terms of the hate in the world. I mean, this is truly a conference that has been formed to really have, you know, the focus and the center point be about coming to that common place of love, isn't it? It's an invitation to explore. And the people that are coming as presenters are great minds. I mean, there are, there are people who have been out there exploring how to, um, how to bring, um, meaning in, how to, uh, include the other. And, um, they are pioneers and they're, uh, wisdom seekers, they're elders, and they're bringing that truth to the conference. But we also have the truth that comes from within us as we yes. join that. And that's a powerful truth um each and every one of us bringing our own truth to it and um exploring with those questions because you can only go deeper and you can only go broader when you explore with those questions yes it's quite a journey isn't it Mm -hmm. you know i'm really i'm 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 kind of blown away by this idea of all of the movies 
all of the all of the things. I'm going to be tonight, and I just want to remind everyone tonight uh, the Celestine Prophecy opens up in Seattle, and that's going to be opening at uh, you know the landmark Neptune Theater, and that's in Seattle. And I've been asked to introduce James and Sally Redfield. So, uh, you know, I thought to myself uh, what my own journey has been like. If you would have asked me ten years ago that I would be standing in front of a, a room full of people getting ready to see a movie called The Celestine Prophecy about insights. I think I would have just looked at you uh, with this glazed over look. And now I'm really struck by all of the movies, all of the books, all of the literature, the Da Vinci Code, the Jesus Papers, the Passion of Christ. There's a book, an author that I'll be interviewing on Mary Magdalene. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Is this all part of the sense that, you know, the spirituality movement that you're talking about? I, I think it is. It's it's like a, res, a resurgence. It's a renaissance. And I, I think as Bill is talking about, there's a lot that needs to change. There's a lot of healing that needs to happen on our planet. And it's a way that we're bringing ourselves into the conversation with that healing. But I think we have a challenge. And we have a challenge to take that deeper, to integrate, to bring it into our being, to not only ask the questions, but to uh, move with the meaning of it and to learn and grow so that we just don't take a message and take it at face value but we bring that message in and we work with it and we uh, we challenge ourselves we challenge our fear we look at that and we're able to bring it out and examine it expose it and 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 name it and and heal it you know haven't you found though in in your your personal lives i want to ask you a question about this uh what are some of the obstacles i mean here you are we're talking about the upcoming sacred activism conference and for those of you that are just tuning in i'd invite you to check it out www.wisdomuniversity.org look at the program look at the sacred activism conference and tomorrow right here on this show we will be announcing unbelievable ways for you to participate in this conference we will be announcing some discounts for you all on the conference and we're really thrilled about that uh but as we as we look at all of this, you know, your own personal, what are some of the obstacles? What are some of the challenges that each of you personally mm-hmm. have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? That's very true. And we all have them, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Moments before the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me, uh, as I, I instantly, Dr. Pat, go back to the low-income neighborhood I grew oh, yeah. up in. And, uh, you know, uh, at some part of me still asks, what am I doing in front of this microphone? What am I doing on the air? You know, uh, who do you think you are, Bill Grace? You know, that uh, you think you have anything to say to the world. And I, and I think spiritual practice uh, has helped me to realize two things. Uh, uh, you know, the rabbi says we all have two pockets. And in one pocket, um, you know, uh, there is a piece of paper that reminds us uh, that we are dust and to dust we shall return. But in the other pocket is a note that says the universe was made for me. And it's somehow living in that tension that I do have a voice, but it's not the only voice. And and uh, sort of walking that balance beam. That this, this moment in time is sort of a Jeffersonian moment, uh, moment where everybody needs to claim their spirituality. It's about the people moving forward forward together. It's not about the spiritual leaders pointing a direction. It's each of us tuning in, listening to our hearts and realizing that we all have something to say. 
I, I believe that. I think that so many of us are challenged with where is my meaning and what is in the way of that? What's, how is that truth hidden from me? And I think that's a, a journey of self-discovery. And, um, I, you know, I'm listening to Bill um, in his humility, and, and he really is quite humble. And what I can say about that is um, I kind of feel the same way. It's like I'm not really representing anything. It's moving through me. Yes. And um, I'm being moved. And um, so I never really intended to be in this position. It's kind of like the position grew. Uh You know, the the people grew me. The community grew me. And I just followed the path. I followed what was before me. But what I held out in front of me was that sense of joining and that sense of bigger truth and the sense that... um, there's more to this. There is more to this. And, um, and I need to engage in that more, in that connection with the absolute. I, I had dark times in my life, very dark times. Mm-hmm. And I was always guided. And I always looked for that guidance. And that always brought me to another level. Always. And I trust that. I trust that implicitly. It's like... Uh, being in the water and knowing you can float, you know, being in the ocean and knowing the float, the ocean will hold you up. It's deep trust. And if we learn to find that, mm-hmm. it will take us through any time. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is really beautiful because I could think of the times in my life where uh, the moments, the darkest moments of my life have been so lacking the trust. They have just absolutely been a limit. The trust was not even a word I could even think of. And the trust that we're talking about, I think, is a trust in, for me, it's the alignment with the divine. You know, the farther I'm separated from that, the darker it gets. Literally, the darker it gets for me. And uh, and, and also, uh, you know, what's been important is something else I want to ask you about. This whole idea of honoring the dignity of the human spirit. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't you think we're ready to do that? Isn't this really a call to do that? I, I think that's I, I think that is um, a, a call that's been waiting to happen for a long time. Um, when I look at the founding documents of this country, it, it was an invitation to embrace the dignity of the human spirit that we all uh, have a creator and are equal before the creator. Um, the, the challenge I think in this times it's not only to claim it, but to make it operational. And again, I go to the practical. Does every kid have water? Does every kid have food? Does every kid have shelter? And we dignify the human spirit by really uh, delivering the basics of human life um, to uh, to everybody on the planet. Now is the time to embrace the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. That's where the spirituality, I think, ought to lead us. Mm, thank you. It's the essence in each of us, um, and we can touch that in every single person in some small way. Each of us can do that. Um, and I, but I think that we always have this challenge of holding on or letting go. And mm. when I talked about trust a moment ago, it's letting go into the trust. And mm. those places of fear are places where we hold on and knowing when we do that. It's the white the knuckle grip. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, have you been there? You know, your knuckles are like uh, turning white and you just, you know, <laughs> your joints are aching. And still, as, as, as hard as you could grip, you just do not let go. Uh-huh. When letting go would relieve the pain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How beautiful. 
Thank you. Thank you both for joining the show today. Uh, I look forward to seeing you at the conference. Um, Thank you for sharing your thoughts, your inspiration, and also the work that you're doing uh, to change this planet. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Well, thank you and for all the work you do. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ben. You're welcome. Well, Benny, great show. Uh, What I want to say is, uh, yes, this is true. It is true. I will be at the opening tonight of the um the uh celestine prophecy and i have to say that i was at the preview i was at the the preview that was held in town and i have to tell you since seeing the movie and i've read the book but i saw the movie and since seeing the movie i have implemented in my life this new level of awareness of paying attention to everything that seems to be showing up in front of me now and looking at it in a different way because each and everything, whether it's something that is profoundly uh, creative and blissful or something that's very uncomfortable for me, I'm looking at it, but I'm looking at it from the perspective of hope, from the perspective of trust, and from the perspective, Bill, of action. Because I know that these things do not show up in our lives just to be there, to go through the day and for us not to pay attention. I think they're all, each and every one of them are invitations. So I'm thrilled to be there tonight to be introducing James and Sally Redfield. So I hope that you all will join me and uh, that we will make this an outstanding event. That, again, is going to be at the Landmarks Neptune Theater. That's 1303 Northeast 45th at Brooklyn Avenue. Seattle. The number there, if you need it, is 206-781-5755. But if you go to thecelestineprophecymovie.com, thecelestineprophecymovie.com, you'll be able to get all of the information about the openings. And, and so this is sort of the Seattle City premiere right here. James and Sally will be there. We'll be looking at the movie on the big screen, which is really awesome. And don't forget the Sacred Activism Conference. Find out. Check out the program. I think the program is close to 20 pages. This is how full and complete this event is, how well planned this event is. And uh, again, tomorrow, Stephanie Durham will be here. Uh, We will be announcing a breakthrough way for each and every one of you to participate. Absolutely phenomenal uh, discounts for the Dr. Pat listeners. So that is really awesome. Don't forget the drpatshow.com is the website thedrpatshow.com. We have a lot going on, a brand new website coming up. And don't forget Sacred Activism, www.sacredactivism.org. No, that's not right. WWW, I made that up. www.wisdomuniversity.org. www.wisdomuniversity.org. We'll see you tomorrow. Make yourselves a great day. And remember, I'm loving each and every one of you. You inspire me to do this show. Have a great one. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Show.